this is Dirk Manning, the writer and creator of Nightmare World, Tales of Mystery, writer wrong, a writer's guide to creating comics, love stories to die for, and all kinds of stuff. Mainly scary stuff. I write scary stuff, then I also write things to help people write comics. But you, my friends, are very, very fortunate right now, and I'm very excited for you because you are listening to The Spectre Show. I'm going to quit talking, listen to the show, it's awesome, and uh, enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the 27th episode of The Spectre Show. Uh, I didn't mention this last time, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it this time. We are now past the six-month mark. I have been releasing these once a week for the past six months. Uh, Well, I mean, this is episode 27, so this is the 27th straight week. But six months down, six months to go. Well, actually, multiple months to go because it's it's not going to be just a year. It's going to be multiples of episodes into the future. I'm 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 liking the fact that I haven't nailed myself down to one specific topic or anything like that. So I just look forward to um, advancing into the future with whatever I decide I want to talk about, whether that be the UFC, uh, fitness, chess, sumo, TV, bujo RPG. Uh, just general storytelling, uh, talking about something geeky in general, um, all kinds of stuff. I've uh, I've got a, a wealth of things that I want to want to discuss. And uh, speaking of chess, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that that's probably going to dominate this episode quite extensively. Uh, but first, before I get to that, the fiftieth. Uh, edition of the Emerald Spectre column, which is now, as you can see on the website, the Journal of the Emerald Spectre. We, I have released that, and it's got a new format, so I'm doing things the way that I kind of talked about in edition 49, issue 49, episode 49. I don't know what you want to call columns, uh, edition, I suppose. Um, I'm going with the segments thing. Rather than do, and I'll just use Spectre Fit because it's the easiest one to think of, rather than do a Spectre Fit column and an Emerald Spectre column, where the Emerald Spectre column I can talk whatever I want about, uh, the Spectre Fit column, for instance, sometimes I would choose a topic that I thought I had a lot of content for, but I was struggling to get to what I consider the uh, word count that I want to release as as the format so sometimes I, I've been trying for a 1,000 word format in case anyone is wondering for the columns so let's say I'm talking about eating healthy uh, healthier you know I, I can I can probably get that to a thousand words but let's say the next edition is what I'm going with I guess um, maybe I'm talking about working out your biceps specifically and maybe I can only get 800 words well that that to me um, isn't enough you know because I was trying to do the 1000 word count and you know then I would start padding it with either an extra topic or or flowery words or re-explaining the same thing multiple times just to get it to that I don't want to do that so I'm merging everything into the merging everything into one column to do 
no specific word count, a minimum of 1,000 words, but I'm, I'm not having a problem reaching the 1,000 word count with the current Emerald Spectre column. So um, that's, I just, I wanted to make sure that I've got, you know, something solid going on rather than try to just release multiple things on multiple days just to have that extra column going. And then if I'm noticing that the, you know, I, I'm, I, I've got segments, as you see, I, if I'm noticing that the Buju RPG segment keeps getting longer and longer and longer and dominating more of the journal, maybe I want to bust that out as its own. Maybe I want to write something specific on it. Maybe I want to start a podcast on it. Who knows? You know, I'll evaluate that when it happens. But if I notice that something's getting so large that it is becoming the column, I will probably break that out to do something separate instead. So just to let you know about that. Um, in the next column, edition 51, I will be covering in this podcast a little bit about what's in that column for the chess segment, because there is a chess segment. But I want to, I, I wanted to talk about this out loud, put things down in an audio format for those that don't read. Um, that way the, the people that don't listen can read it and the people that don't read can listen. Kind of all gets out there and, and, and gives um, kind of a, a fuller picture of what uh, I want to do. This, this won't be a word-for-word -word thing like it normally isn't. So the, the chess, um, chess has, I, I've wanted to get back into playing more chess. I have been a chess.com member for, I want to say four, maybe even five years now. I mean, it's been a long time. The, uh, the, the, the website I've been using lately, it's been, rotating playing games against the same two or three people one of which um, is a guy who I asked if I could take him on so that he could help me develop into a stronger player what I have already noticed in the over year worth of playing games against him he is rated uh, around 1600 let's just call it that I would be rated currently under 1200 so what I've already noticed is, is that when I play him specifically, I haven't beaten him, but I have given him quite a run for his money on multiple occasions. But I can't, I can't duplicate that performance with anybody else. So I got back into chess.com. I went to the website instead of just using the app because I was only using the app for about, I'd say about the last year, year and a half. So I haven't had it really exposure to the website itself so I, I, I come back on the website and I started signing up for chess clubs um, groups on the uh, website because there's a huge list of them uh, and through that I also signed up for a few tournaments so that I could get my games being played up there I know that my biggest problem is, is quickly looking at a position making a move and then moving on to the next game I know that I have signed up for 12, well, I, not 12, sorry. I've signed up for two or three tournaments, which should get me playing quite a few games at the same time. And what I have been doing with the tournament that just started a couple of days ago is I am, I'm evaluating openings. Um, 
I have uh, a website that I'm, I'm referencing as to what type of an opening looks like what. And now the, the opening, the openings that I'm looking at, they only go till the opening stops. So I can make moves up until that point just using that website. Um, I don't, I, I'm, I'm referencing the openings specifically because I, I think that I'm weak in the opening. Like I'll set myself up in a terrible position if I don't use some sort of reference. Plus I wanna know what kind of options I have in that opening, like the Sicilian, for instance, the Sicilian Dragon. Um, I've played it on multiple occasions. Now, referencing this this website, I, I feel that when I'm black and the Sicilian gets played, that it is a position that I cannot win from. I don't believe that I can really show any greatness in the game, um, especially against my, uh, my, my 1600 buddy. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to find uh, an opening or a series of openings that I feel will make me a better player. That's why I'm referencing this site. And then once the, like I said, once the opening's out, it's all me. So um, there were, the, the tournament that I just started, I'm playing, I think, 11 or 12 games at the same time. Because it's a, it's a bigger tournament and you're, you're, you play one color of each with each player and so I'm taking on I, I think I'm taking on six people at the same time so I'm I've been referencing this opening thing to kind of get a feel for what kinds of openings I've I, I would be interested in I've tried out something different with almost every player in almost every game and I've actually found a couple that really interest me that I'd like to try again in the future um, more from memory. I'm, I'm going to study these things. And part of the column, I'm going to analyze the chess openings and then, and you know, my games in general. But I, I'm doing all this. Several, almost all of the games in that tournament, I have gone completely. It's 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 into the part where it's all me playing the middle game without any sort of reference because I don't have a reference to look at. I'm I'm in a tactical position in all of these games, so I, I'm I'm also well. I'm also really, really not that strong in the middle game. So I'm in the middle game with all these, these chess uh, opponents. Uh, I've done what I can with the openings. I will be exploring more with the openings. But the, the middle game, I'm now being forced to look at what I, I for lack of a better term, is, is, is live chess tactical puzzles. Uh, and I say live because uh, they're games that are actively being played. So... I do participate with the tactics thing on chess.com. However, what I have noticed is that if the puzzle is stronger than 1100, I do terrible. But the the thing that I have noticed is that when I don't understand what the the goal is for the tactical position, then I struggle a lot more. So chess.com doesn't, when they when you start up the tactics segment of chess.com, they don't tell you what you're after. Sometimes you're after a checkmate. Sometimes you're just after a strong position. Sometimes you're trying to take out a specific piece. I can stare at that board for an hour. And I still, if, I, if it's not clear to me what my objective is, then I'm just looking at it trying to make the best move. And I very rarely make the best move when I don't understand what the objective is. That's, 
I would like to I would like them to get more descriptive with what the tactic is about because I I'm I'm not strong enough to just look at it and go, "Oh, I'm after the queen." Oh, I'm trying to knock out their structure so that I can just waltz through and get a checkmate. Oh, this one is uh, the ones that involve I can see clearly are specifically to get a checkmate. Those I identify them right away, and about half to one third of the time I can go and I can get the right move right away. I'm still struggling with them. I'm still going to keep going with them because it it helps me look at the situations and maybe if I look at 1,000 positions and only get 300 of them right that is enough for me to be able to increase my personal rating on chess.com into a mid 1200 or maybe even the 1300s. I was a 1300 at one point on chess.com. My highest is 1324. Um, I made, I, 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 I'll be full on truthful with this I make some stupid moves I have made moves in the past where I will move my queen I'll hit submit and then I'll be like oh he's gonna kill that queen right there and then I'm gonna be down a piece that I didn't need to be down I was in a strong position I just weakened myself now I gotta have to figure out how to recover from it about 75% of the time I do not recover from it so blunders that I make I I blunder so bad that it costs me the game if you look at my chess.com last, I don't know, 20 games, I think that I only have a couple of wins in there. Most of those losses have come at the hands of myself, which I, I'm not taking anything away from my opponent, but it's been due to a move where I will have made it and then I realized I made the wrong move, but I had already hit submit, so it was too late to take back. My fault sometimes insurmountable to recover from we'll uh you know recover in the future and go forward but while i was playing consistently at 1200 to 1250 um i'm currently barely over 1270 uh, sorry 1175 and i would like to be performing at a much higher level than that because i think that if i just slow down and take the time to look at this I won't have any problem with performing at a 1200 or a 1250 or a 1300. At one point in time, I was reading chess books. Um, there was one chess book that I had gotten. Um, it's called The Amateur's Mind. And it told you what types of things to do to, you know, look and evaluate at a chessboard. Um, I don't own that book anymore. I had gotten rid of it. Uh, I, I actually got rid of all my chess books, except for one. Um, but the uh, the that chess book in particular, I, I it improved. It, I, I I used to belong to a website called Game Knot. It is a chess website, and I had gotten my son involved in that website. And while we were both playing from the same computer, because he was only playing when he was on at my house. Uh, Game Not thought that I was spoofing and playing two accounts. I very calmly explained what was happening. They very calmly told me, or very rudely told me, that they don't care if there's two accounts at the same IP, then that has to be the same person. Um, on Game Not, I was playing, my rating was between 1400 and 1600 
because I was utilizing the amateur mind on that server. I was also specifically playing games that were of a specific speed, and unlike the, the, the Blitz people, that that's all they were they, they they refused to play any other type of chess other than blitz I, I i was getting to play games at the speed that i prefer to play them at so i stopped using game not almost immediately once the once the website for all intents and purposes told me we don't care if there's two accounts using the same ip it's got to be the same person i was done i closed everything down i i ended all my chess games i deleted the account then I went immediately to chess.com because I had heard about chess.com. I was looking at chess.com. Um, I was already contemplating signing up for a paid account at GameNot, and their reaction to the situation that arose let me know that that is not a website I want to be associated with. It's definitely not a website I want to give any money to. Um, I checked some things out on chess.com, and because I was already looking to spend money on a chess account, I went ahead and did it at chess.com, and it's been it's been one of the best financial decisions I've made in the chess realm. So I've got access to a lot of stuff. Chess.com is basically the center of the online chess world, in my opinion. I, I know that some people would argue that the Internet Chess Club or, or things like that might also garner as much attention. I think that chess.com is growing bigger than any of its rivals could be. So, uh, Since I've been on chess.com, too, I have also been following the United States Chess League. Um, casually and by casually I mean a couple of times a year I pop in to see what the league's doing and then you know at the end of uh, their season I would check to see how the playoffs went and who won um, I wouldn't dive into any of the games I, I there was no when I was checking these more often there wasn't any video or replay analysis to be to be seen so I was it would kind of be left up to me to figure it out when I was following it heavily, I, I there weren't big names involved in the in the league. So, getting back into chess in the last couple of weeks, really, because I you know doing doing less casual and getting more more active, I went to look to see how the U the United States Chess League was going. United States Chess League doesn't exist. They have become the Pro Chess League. Pro is an acronym for Professional Rapid Online. So they're, pro, they're, they're, they're the Professional Rapid Online Chess League. It is now a world league, and there are lots of big names involved. Um, if I really pushed for it, I bet I could join one of the teams. Although, at my current rating, I would not benefit that team. I would only hinder it at this point. But... Um, their first season, which was the 2017 season, is over. The St. Louis Archbishops won over the Nor Norway Gnomes. Uh, Norway Gnomes are the ones that have... Uh, they, Magnus Carlsen, the world champion, is on their team. Um, Wesley So is on the St. Louis Archbishops, so s several of the big points to that were pointing towards their, their game together. I'm investigating the opportunity to start a pro chess league 
podcast specifically for the professional rapid online chess league um i may i i have reached out to someone who i would like to work with um this person have puts out a chess podcast already they they do great work um i'm i'm always interested when they're when the when the pops up in my feed i'm interested to see where it goes in the future and the person has a an official FIDE rating, which I do not. Um, they're rated at over 2100. So the the analysis side of things would definitely fall into their lap as opposed to mine. I would be asking all the idiot questions, which I'm I'm learning. So it's 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 always good to have someone that doesn't know what's going on and someone who really knows what's going on to converse back and forth on a show. So like. If I have a show about No Man's Sky and I've got somebody coming in who's never played the game before but starting to play, they're the ones that are going to ask me all kinds of questions and I'm going to be as as informative as I possibly can so that I can go ahead and instruct them on the game and we can you know present the, the game in a specific manner. So... I have reached out to this person. I have literally reached out to them earlier today. So I, it's, I, I'm, I'm being ambiguous about this because I don't want to lay all my hopes and dreams on this. If they are interested in working with me, because I am a podcast personality, I've been doing this since 2001. I have had a podcast in some shape, way, way shape or form since 2001. Um, not nonstop and on various topics, but I have been actively podcasting. Well, could I say 2001, or should it be 2000? I think it's 2001. And if they are not interested, uh, this does not crush my hopes and dreams. I will still move forward with this podcast, but the analysis, the speculation, things like that, won't be as in-depth because I am still learning the game, so you're going to get more of a beginner's slash mediocre players perspective um there are other people that i would reach out to in the case that i could not get my primary um co-host and hopefully someone would latch on but in worst case scenario having an unofficial pro chess league podcast just talking about chess would be would be great or if i decide to focus on the pro chess league but also do this year round whereas i'm talking about chess in general, you know, I can cover the World Chess Championship, I can cover the, the big tournaments, I can look ahead and let you know what's coming down the pike, uh, pipe, whatever, um, things along that nature, and I can still go ahead and do that. Um, I don't even need to label it Pro Chess League. Um, in, in either case, I am going to approach the Pro Chess League also as uh, hoping that I could use some official commentary or video or... Um, analysis by one of their official you know be, be the official pro chess po- league podcast um i'm 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 hoping that that's a possibility in the future but i i'm interested to see whether or not this this primary co-host will uh at least write back and jump on board i'll keep you in the loop as to what form this podcast will have and with any luck it will develop in the positive way that i'm hoping so, um, I haven't finished the game that I have earmarked as an analysis game on the column. Uh, I've already written the 51st edition of the column. 
so there's uh, <laughs> I, how can I write something so far ahead I've already written that edition so I, I don't have the analysis of a chess game in that one um, if the chess game that I am playing lasts through this next week I may look at doing something you know taking a random game of mine and evaluating it uh, it's not like I'm developing this to you know, hey, I, I'm 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 counting this towards a win-loss record or anything like that. I'm just evaluating the games to get better. I want to be better. Um, chess isn't designed to work like a win-loss, like an NFL or a boxer boxing or UFC or anything like that, where the the wins are important and the losses detract from that importance. Um, it's not like that. The rating really holds it, and I would. I, I'm realistic. I'm never going to be a 2,000 or 2,200 or 2,400 rated player. I'm never going to reach that. Uh, but if I can go from 1,200 to 16 or 18, which I think is feasible, uh, I would be more than happy with the results in that. So rather than ramble on about chess, I will go ahead and uh, start uh, cutting it off here. You can contact me at uh, uh, through email, emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. You can find everything to do with this podcast and my other en- endeavors on emeraldspector.com. I'm at emeraldspector on both Instagram and Twitter. And I hope to see you coming back for more. And I would love feedback. I would love conversation about whatever you're interested in. If you're geeky about something and you want to join emeraldspector.com, I'm all about it. The Greatest Show will be coming back in September. That would be the linchpin of connecting all the geekiness. And I've got the other hosts on that seriously moving towards starting it, uh, starting something uh, on their own so that we can have more content, not just produced by me. I want to thank you for joining me, and we will see you again next week on The Spectre Show.